as you leave the room, um, you're in the lobby, so you walk by the front desk, as you always have to, to get back to the elevator, and you see Helen Doyle. And Helen waves to you, Kara. What do you do? Before Kara can even kind of stop herself, she, she's just, like, really uncharacteristically friendly. She kind of turns and waves and smiling before she can stop herself. She's, she's by... She's by Helen Doyle, talking, talking out of face, uh, and being like, oh, hey, how are you? Andrews doesn't even stop. He just keeps going. <laughs> that is fair he enough. He goes back to the elevator. He, but he, before he goes, he's like, I'll be in the integration center. That's fair enough. So, I mean, like, Kara's kind of like, she, she doesn't like the situation she's got, got herself into. She, she's kind of like, desperately looking at Anders as he walks away. But um, she's, you know, she's she stays put otherwise. Hey, girl, how are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm doing really great. Uh, I I slept so well. Oh my goodness. Oh, I always sleep really well after chapel. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Carrie wants to ask about the dreams, but like, her brain's kind of like that's not important. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what her brain would say. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so. Do you have a do you have a second to talk? Oh uh, yeah, I always have time for you. Great, great. Um, just come back here with me for a second. Yeah, sure. And she does. And like, uh, like, the part of Kara's mind that is not occupied by geese uh, <laughs> is kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, so Helen seems all smiles until she makes it into the back room and she kind of closes oh. the door behind you. God. But it has no lock on it. It's just like a, it's like a pretty cheap door. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> and she kind of walks over and starts making herself a cup of coffee and she looks at you it's like, do you want any? Uh, and like, her gut reaction is say no, say no. But she says yes. And she's like, oh, I'd love, I'd love a drink. <laughs> and she pours you a cup of coffee and she pours herself a cup of coffee and she starts sipping it idly um she hands you the cup she she managed to kind of like wrestle with not actually taking a sip she's just sort of holding this smoldering cup of coffee in her hands and she's not yet taken a sip she wants to oh boy does she want to but she'd also rather not (laughs) hey hey have you found that reporter and she's surprisingly, like, bold-faced about it. Oh. Uh, well. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm kind of at a loss. Uh, I think, I think, I think. And she's kind of stuck in a loop. She really doesn't want to give the information up, but... Interestingly, you're like, the spell doesn't seem to care whether you... you... Um, okay. Let me recalibrate them. Uh... I'm just kind of weighing up all of the options kind of thing because Luca is like, don't trust her, but also uh, I think Caro would be of the mind that Helen want, needs some crumb of information, otherwise things could go very bad for Caro. Uh, and also one of the people that Helen should know about is already dead. Well, I might, I might just be impulsive about this and see what happens. So yeah, no, Caro says... Well, it's it's really odd that you ask, but I, I mean, it would be. I don't want to be too lighthearted about this, but I feel like the problem might have already been taken care of, if you know what I mean. Um, no, I, I don't know be, what you mean. I can't be completely wrong, but you know the girl that died. Yeah. I think that might have been the reporter. She looks at you, and she, for the first time ever, like the look in her eyes is like steel like there's something there that is like steely and dangerous oh i don't like this oh dear what have i done but her, her body language is still very loose very like well calibrated and she like how do you know that well i was asking around and like the sort of like questions she asked and the way she, like i just had this gut feeling she didn't belong here kind of thing give me a social of and 12 I- Oh god, here we go. Social of five plus the d10, which is seven, that is twelve. Cool. On the mark. She's just nodding along with you. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Like, 
I asked around and the people, the way things, you know how you just have this feeling from someone, you just have this gut reaction, and I just, like, she came here recently and then, you know, she was asking all these questions and getting into everybody's business, you know, and I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to talk ill of the dead, don't want to talk ill of the dead, but from what little information I have, she seems like the prime sort of candidate for that sort of thing. I don't want to talk ill of the dead, like, you know, God rest his soul kind of thing. But, yeah, like, if anyone, it might be her. That's very interesting. Okay. I I trust you. <sighs> she lets out a deep sigh. <sighs> Have you spoken to Mickey Larson recently? Not super recently. Um... I kind of heard he was not doing so great, and I might have told you already, I did kind of go and say hi to him in the infirmary, but I wasn't able to stay long. He was in a really bad way. Mickey Larson's dead. I'm so sorry. There's nothing really to apologize for, none of us. With him, it was really a matter of when, not if, if you understand what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like, Caro's really uncomfortable. She does not, like really talking about death for reasons uh and this is just outside this is just caro normally like can caro vanilla version without the cult upgrade in her brain i was talking to mickey and he seemed to believe that there might have been more people oh i see i could be wrong though and uh, and you've already done so much for me if i mean i don't want to press you I don't want to... I mean, I can keep an ear out, and if I hear anything new, I can, I can you know, we can have another chat, and... But I, I I, didn't hear much to suggest there was more than just her, but maybe, maybe I've not been talking to the right people. I can keep an ear out and let you know if I hear anything different. That's great. Um, you met with Luca earlier today. Yeah, yeah, um, you wanted to have a chat with me, yeah. Are you, are you out of the integration center? We did briefly talk about that. He said he said he wanted to kind of like offer me an opportunity elsewhere and it's all very exciting, but he didn't say much about it, so I don't know how it's all going to work out yet. Where? Uh, well, he mentioned a few places, he mentioned a few different people, but I think he was kind of leaning towards the research centre of all places. I don't know why. That's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, I feel underqualified, but the fact he would even consider me is just... Wow, you know? And she she's sort of nodding along, and she's, like, taking your words with, like, the biggest dollop of salt you've ever seen. Like, you can tell oh, she yeah. only, like, believes a portion of what you're saying, but it almost doesn't matter to her. Yeah. Wait, if if you're not... If you have a job, that must mean that you're not... Um, that you have a new room. I, I, I think he, he kind of mentioned that, but it was... I mean conversation it was all so exciting and I, I didn't really like press for details so uh, yeah i might have a new room that's crazy right oh that's fantastic and she her her expression like melts back into her normal her normal sort of cadence i need to look that up for you um so we can get you all moved in that that'd be great um that's be able that's wonderful to handle that before the the night's through should I check for your friend as well? For, for, um... Oh, yeah, no, like, Luca mentioned some stuff about, uh, jobs and stuff for, um, for, for my, for my cousin. But, um, yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't go and, he went into even less detail about that, so that'd be really cool. Seth would need to talk to, to, um, Jasmine. She would know. Right. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Okay. He should go see her as soon as possible. Cool, cool. I, I, I think I spoke this morning, but uh, he, he's not told me much about what they said, so... <laughs> Sounds great. Well, you had a really exciting day, so I should let you get back to it. Thank you, and oh, thanks for the coffee. Sorry, it's it's gone cold. Sorry, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just place it by the sink. Oh, uh, but you didn't have any. I know, I know. I, I got distracted. We were, we were having a nice conversation and I got distracted. <laughs> Do you want me to freshen up your cup? No, it's fine. I should probably find Seth and let him know that he needs to talk to Jasmine if he hasn't already. So but thanks anyway. It's very kind of you to offer. Sounds great. And what do you do? Um, she makes motions to leave Helen Doyle. <laughs> Helen lets you. I'm like, Helen's not stopping you. She's just sort of like sipping her coffee by the machine. 
Like, I mean, now would be a great time to leave that termite on her, but also, like, she hasn't got that ready to go yet, so I think it's- I think she needs to kind of bide her time a bit more and possibly lull Helen even more so into a sense of false security. So yeah, she doesn't make any moves to plant the bug yet. She just kind of- she just leaves. She's just trying to present herself as harmless as possible. Before we go into anything else that happens next, let's turn the camera back over to Anders. Anders is in the rec room, um, and he is playing a virtual reality shooting game. Nice. He can't see anything, but he can, and I guess kind of slightly, it's muffled, but he can hear outside of the game. He can definitely hear outside of the game. So I'm guessing Anders is doing really well at this game. Oh yeah, no, he's, this is something he's he's played a lot, and he's also Anders, so he's doing spectacularly. Yeah, like he's he's racking up a new high score, I imagine. In fact, I would say that he's doing so well that it's like projected on like this little dinky like projector screen in front of him, and like there's a couple of people kind of gathered around watching him go, and he's kind of playing it angry at the same time. I mean, he's had a rough day. <laughs> You can kind of hear a familiar guffaw. One of the people you definitely recognize, and it's someone kind of like laughing at, like, kind of laughing surprised at, like, all of these kind of like sick moves you're pulling off in game, kind of thing. And yeah, so you, you recognize someone kind of like chortling at how well you're doing, kind of sh- in surprise. Anders finishes up like a level or a round. And he, he, he takes off his visor and it's like this big, like clunky visor that like normally in, in things, they're like much more like Apple, like they're much more sort of like clean and like they look like sleeping masks, but like silver and awesome. So he takes it off and he, he's like, who's laughing at me? Um, it's Logan. <laughs> uh, he's, he's of a sunnier disposition and he's kind of like, you know, chuckling and he's kind of pointing and he's like, ah, you're a gamer. That makes uh, your shocking display with the freeway to make a bit more sense. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's just banter. Like, Logan's not being mean-spirited, but it is quite annoying. <laughs> Anders is like, bet you couldn't win. Oh, is that a challenge? Yeah, no, it's a challenge. Uh, I, I thought you would get that immediately because I challenged you. Ah, uh, well... I'm not a coward, and your skill demands to be bested, good sir. And like Logan's super leaning into this and being over dramatic, and whatever worries he had prior to like the moment he stepped in the room and saw you tearing it up on this game have melted away. He is super game to be- beat you at your own game, and he, you know, without further hesitation, picks up the VR uh, headset. Cool. What's that like? I'll be honest, like, Logan isn't really a gamer, so he's kind of, like, fascinated uh, for a moment, and he's kind of, like, turning it around in his hands, and uh, you can sort of tell on his face that he's wondering how many people have worn this and whose sweat am I putting upon my face now? But yeah, other than that, he just he just puts the puts headset on, boots up the game, and he kind of gets into this, like, definitely some kind of fighting stance, uh, and he, he, he starts... He starts to play. He misses the first few shots. Like he's not super accurate, and his like reflex time is not great. But he starts to get into the swing of it, and he starts to do, you know, possibly. It's quite clear this is like maybe his first, second time playing this kind of game. He starts to really get into a groove with it. Like the whole world seems to just melt away, and he just he is just racking up a high score. He does die a few times in the game, um, he does lose a couple of lives, but he's still racking up that high score. And um, it's, it's, it's not too far off Anders uh, as time passes, but it doesn't quite get to that height. He kind of loses his li- like last life and he's like, no, because he knows he's like maybe a couple hundred points off of like Anders' uh, new high score and he's, he's, he, can't, he can't take it can't take it and he kind of like pulls off the VR headset and just sort of like discards it so it's like okay you've bested me <laughs> better luck next time buddy oh, I look forward to it Ugh, so you staying out of trouble 
and he kind of you need he's saying that light and like friendly but you know what he means i mean doing the best that i can good good rana is still uh she's uh she's keeping to herself uh and she's uh she's uh not really left her bed for most of the day so if you could could uh i don't know have a chat uh, with her and kind of reassure her about that you two are on good terms. I'd, I'd appreciate that. Like, she's, she's, uh, she's, yeah. Yeah, she's not sure where she stands with you. And I've, I've tried talking to her, but, uh, yeah. Is she in the integration center? Yeah. Yeah, she hasn't left. She's, uh, just on her own, trying to keep, keep, she's just staying awake. So there's a small group of people in, in, there's mostly greys, but there's one green robe there. And that green robe is Socrates Collins. Oh. And he looks over to Anders and Logan and he, he looks, he, he says like, good job, dude. You did some excellent work there. And he gives Anders like a high five. And Anders is like, thanks, man. Wait, is Socrates the one that was locked in that room, or is that someone else? Oh, so he made it out. He made it out alive. So Socrates Collins is alive, and he doesn't yet recognize Anders. So thank goodness. Which would make sense. He was he was the one who was taken down immediately. So he just remembers opening a door and then being unconscious. <laughs> right. <laughs> that could have gone way worse. <laughs> so I go. Uh, Anders goes into the integration center and looks for Rana. Sure. Okay. Are you are you going straight to kind of the sleeping quarters? Yeah. Or... He's not beating around the bush today. In the bunks, you don't immediately see someone, but I'm gonna make you roll for it like a really insultingly low amount because it will be funny. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna make you roll grace. I'm gonna make you roll if I can find the role guidelines, it's going to be like super easy. I'm going to say like, I want to say like a two or a three. <laughs> okay, let's see what happens. I rolled a 13. Yeah, like, Rana is hidden beneath a bed and she's like <laughs> shaking and like, the bed is shaking, she's shaking so much and like, it's not that kind of bed. You can clearly see her from the doorway, like that, that bed proves very little coverage if you hide under it. Which is uh, probably good to note, just in case the uh, sisters of perpetual agony turn up again, and you need to hide under the bed is a bad idea. Um, so yeah, she's just like hidden under this bed. Hey. She she just like is silent because she's still like con- she's convinced herself she's being super stealthy, and that you've not seen her at all. You know, I can see you under there, right? Cripes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel so bad. She, she kind of like scoops out. Uh, it's not a super elegant gesture, but like you know, and she kind of bumps her head on the underside of the bunk as well as she kind of scoops out and she kind of puts the bed between herself and Anders, and she's like, oh, "Sorry, I was I, I dropped something. I I know what's happened to it. <laughs> what what do you want?" There's a part of Anders that wants to explain what happened to Valerie. And then he's like, no, not today. I'm not going to be that guy. The fact that Valerie is, um, Valerie is Valerie, uh, would probably also be a source of anxiety for Rana at this point as well. Instead, he's like, all right, I gotta apologize from the last time we met. I was... Apologize? I was under a lot of stress, and then you passed out, and I tried to stop you from falling, and, like, things may have gotten out of hand. Like, she's just kind of, like, frozen and shaking and words are not immediately forthcoming. It's like, um, okay, is that, is that all you came here to say? Yeah. Actually, I've got one more question. Um, okay, just, just out with it. Can I buy you lunch? What? <laughs> like, she kind of, like, narrows her eyes and she's, like, her, her expression is just lost. She's, like... What? This guy, last time we spoke, was describing in great detail how my good friend died, and now he wants to buy me food? What is life? So she's she's just kind of keeps saying, what? 
she doesn't understand his thought process at all. Listen, there's... Yeah, can I... Just come with me, please. Um, I, I'm all right here, thank you. <laughs> and also, what do you mean by lunch? We don't... I mean, the cafeteria, we don't, we don't, we don't buy the food, we just check in. There was an expression. Yes, yes, very good, very, very good. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy here and with you, far away, over there. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm glad we had this talk. Are you on your way now? Anders doesn't feel like pressing her too much more, so I think that he nods and he, he walks away. Okay, goodbye! And she kind of, you know, like, if he, does he, does he close the door behind him? Yeah, he's gone. You, you, you hear her kind of burst into tears. Oh no! It's so <laughs> yeah, bad! Everything's like, so bad! She's, she's like, she was stressed out before, and you just being there stressed her out even more, and she just can't cope, bless her heart. I think that Anders and Kara bump into each other as he leaves. You're, you're late. I, I'm, I'm late. Oh, sorry. Late for what? Sorry. Give me an occult roll medium. Just like a very medium one. Actually, not an occult roll. Give me a knowledge roll. Uh, let's say eight. Oh, no. Anders looks at you and he's like, can I see? Th- oh, can I see that bag you're carrying? Bag. Oh, the bag. Uh, sure. Actually, give me an occult of nine. If you fail, you you do not want to give it to him. That's fair. Okay. Oh, gosh darn it. That is a six overall. She's like, um, no? And she's kind of, like, surprised at herself. I'm being serious here. I really need to see it. Uh, I think it's best with me for now. I don't think now's the best time to look in this bag. Give me a social roll of nine. Okay. Uh, so my roll is a seven plus social, which is five. So that is 12 overall. Anders is like, yeah, okay, that's fine. He he looks very disappointed. Oh. Um, so are we going to the library? Um, I guess... Yeah, now's a good time as any to take a look at their materials. I... I think we should wait until dark. Um, sure? Okay. And he kind of gives you sort of this sidelong glance. Maybe I should go see Jasmine. Oh, uh, but you just spoke to her this morning. But didn't your the creepy guy who you talked to say that I was supposed to be let out of integration? Yeah, he did mention that. It's... D- wait... What did you guys actually speak about this morning? Because I would have thought, like, Jasmine would talk about what Luca talked about with me at that time, but, like, what happened? Like, you didn't, you've not mentioned. He looks back and forth, and then he looks to his wrist, and then to, to where the implant is, and then he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, that's that thing that I can't talk about. Right, okay. Sure, because you don't trust me. Okay, sure, whatever, whatever. (laughs) You do you, that's fine, whatever. It's kind of like a snowball effect. She kind of started and now she can't stop and she didn't mean to say the whole because you don't trust me, that just came out and it just keeps going and she can't seem to stop herself. And now she's like walking away from him and she, uh, I didn't want this to escalate quite like it did and she can't seem to stop herself uh, but she is now distancing herself from Anders Anders thinks about it for a second and he's like you cool off just make sure you meet me in the library a little later sorry whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> she like she's kind of like shocked at herself at that uncouthness um, it's amazing this is terrible everything's terrible <laughs> everything is terrible and that is why it is amazing uh, so yeah no, she's she's stormed off probably to the courtyard that she discovered the glittering mind uh, secret police in she's gone there to cool off so Anders he goes to the cafeteria sure 
All right. And he goes to the cafeteria and he goes up to the cafeteria and, and he's like, hey. It's the, it's the lady you all know and love that we have neglected to name for the longest time. Ah, uh, she doesn't need a name yet. <laughs> Unless you want to give her one. I mean, Anders hasn't asked for her name, so we nope. can put it off. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, I'm going to affectionately refer to her as Power Fuel Lady, because that's the one thing she can't seem to secure for Anders. <laughs> and that is her greatest defining characteristic at this time. So she is, you know, she greets Anders with her characteristic, like energy and she's she's you know glad to see Anders as she is glad to see anyone in the cafeteria directly talking to her face can i get two to-go cups of coffee um yes of course uh milk sugar you know what 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 i mean we don't have we don't have milk from cows but we do have dairy milk or we do have uh we do have coconut milk rice milk almond milk we have we have so many different kinds of milk. It just depends what you want. Do you have to go milk? Um, I'll make an executive decision. Any sugar? Yeah. Do you have to go sugar? Right, you are. Right, you are. And she, you know, disappears. You, you hear somewhere in the distance a coffee machine, and she returns and she just hands you two cups of black coffee. <laughs> that was the executive decision not to make one. <laughs> That was perfect. Thank you. Anything? Right, you are, sir. How how goes the work on the power fuel? Well, uh, not not great. Uh, I asked around, and um, it turns out that power fuel has a few banned ingredients. I'm afraid, and I couldn't. Not only could I not secure any for you, sir, I don't think I'll ever be able to. Sorry, I did try. I really did try. And Anders, like, looks at her, and a single tear falls down his cheek. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the, the dinner lady is transformed. She's just, you know, reaching over and, like, patting him and going, there, there. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. It's really not. You have no idea. It'll be fine. I can, I can still give you coffee. Coffee's fine, so long as you don't want dairy milk in it. This place is terrible. I hate everything. Oh. It's fine. You'll learn to love it. And Anders just turns around and he, like, walks out of the door. He doesn't say another word. Anders takes the Twisted out of his his pocket. And yes! Puts, I can't wait! <laughs> and puts it in the, um, in the cup in his right hand. Cool. The full dose of the cup in his right hand. And so he knocks on the door to um, Jasmine Rose's office. I knew it. Oh, this is going to be wonderful. Sure. Um, there's a pause because Jasmine wasn't expecting anyone. But then she says, come in. Anders walks in. Uh, is the chair back? Uh, yeah, the chair is back where it was before. That camera is still not replaced, but the chair, like, is no worse for wear. And he walks in and he's looks terrible as he has this entire um, day and he's like alright I've come to apologize oh apologize for what and he tells a story <clears throat> I'm looking forward to this I'll get comfortable I've never really been a part of anything and because of what happened to my folks it's kind of hard for me to belong in a community I've always kind of been on my own and had to do things on my own so just just very difficult for me to play nice with others never really learn to socialize so I guess this place it just forces you to do that it forces you to work with the community it forces you to be something better than you are and that's, be more beautiful yeah, exactly. To be more beautiful. And that's hard for me. And when things get hard, I get angry. And when I get angry, I do things that I don't mean. And I think that earlier today, I might have done a couple of things that I didn't mean. And so I wanted to say, I'm sorry. Here. And he, he pushes the, the coffee cup to her. And he has a, his own coffee cup in his hand. And I'm guessing this is the coffee cup that was formerly in his right hand. Correct. 
So yeah, she she kind of like looks at him, and it does look like she's looking at him with genuine warmth. Other than the beautiful thing, that story is entirely true. But I'm not gonna go easy on ya. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Jasmine kind of says, oh, bless your heart. Don't worry about it. It's all water under the bridge. I wasn't upset or angry with you, but I do appreciate the apology. And she picks up the coffee cup, but does not take a sip just yet. Is that all you came here to say? So Anders takes a seat, and he starts sipping at the coffee cup. And he doesn't say anything about her coffee. He doesn't make any... He doesn't even look at it. He's just sort of looking at her, and he's like, I I talked to Caro, and Lucas says that she's not in integration anymore, and he seemed to believe that I wasn't either. Is that true? Oh, yes. No, I did mean to talk to you about that. And she kind of places the coffee cup down and she's swiping at her tablet. I had, I did, I did have a thought earlier. I did mean to talk to you about that, but uh, a conversation earlier. Well, it's in the past, but I didn't have the opportunity to tell you then. Yes, no, there were, there were plans to move you on from integration. We do believe that you could be very useful to the organization. And we believe that we could foster that usefulness by moving you on. Well, well, great then. What do I need to do? So, let me just have... It's been a while since I've moved anyone on, honestly, but I'll have a quick look at the documents again. And she's um, swiping through her tablet. The coffee is still on the table. Getting colder. Getting colder. Anders is taking a sip of his coffee. It's like... You should try it. The people in the cafeteria said that it's pretty good. I will, I will. And she still, like, returns to her tablet and she's swiping around and she's kind of like, Okay, so you do get your own room. It's very nice. You have privacy. Uh, And that will be on the third floor. And uh, that will be in exchange for uh, contributing a little bit more to the organisation. Uh, everyone has to play their part. Um, uh, but uh, what we were trying to kind of narrow down is what role you would play within the organisation. I just wanted to kind of get a sense of your expertise. I mean, we've talked a little bit in the past, but I wanted to kind of suss out a bit more where you would fit in a bit more. Just, you know, I mean, I appreciate what you shared with me today. And uh, I just wanted to find where would be the best suit. Um, but of course, if there's anywhere in particular, uh, we can discuss that as well. If there's anywhere in particular you really want to be placed. I've always wanted to be a librarian. Really? <laughs> yeah, kind of a dream of mine. Really? Wow. Do you have any experience with librarianism? No. No. Okay. And she, like, ticks a box and scrolls <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So, so what what previous experience do you have? We don't like to talk too much about uh, our lives before joining the organization because when we re- when we join the organization, as you understand, we are reborn and our, the members of the organization are our family. But uh, so this will be one of only a few times. What previous ex- what 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 experience? What tools can you bring to the organization? Anders, um, it's like actually. I do have some experience in security, as I may have mentioned during our... Yes! Yes, you did! Oh, I knew, I knew, I had a feeling, I had this feeling. Okay, were you, was that, was that a a short-term kind of contract, or have you had many years in security, and what kind of level of security was it? It was fairly significant, I would say that I'm an expert. I would, I would consider myself an expert. And he takes another long sip of the coffee. Right. She's still scrolling. Like, she's distracted by a tablet. She's still scrolling. And uh, that coffee is gradually getting colder. It's quite a big cup. So, like, it's not going to get cold in, like, 30 seconds. But it is gradually cooling. Gradually steeping. So she's still swiping on her uh, tablet. And she goes, right, okay. Like, I know you said you were interested in becoming a librarian, but given your lack of experience, I'm not sure that would be the best fit. Um, And I understand that you know uh, a couple of our other security uh, gentlemen. Um, I 
a little bird told me that uh, you were acquainted with Necton Boyle, is that right? <laughs> I think I told you that. Necton, I told you that we, we talked about the necklace, right? Right. <laughs> I just wanted to, to, to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. just wanted to double check, you know. People tell me so many things. I just want to make sure I've got it all straight, you know. So, yes, okay. So you have spoken to Necton Boyle. Uh, was there anyone else? Let me let me just look at my notes. Have, are you familiar with uh, uh, Jean Brett at all? Oh yeah, I know that guy. Yes, he's he's such a beautiful person, isn't he? Yeah, actually, he's kind of a nice dude. He he means that. <laughs> he seemed like an okay guy when they met. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. I I have a good feeling about this. Yes. Um. Well. You said you had a lot of experience in security, but just while you're kind of, you're still so new, just while you're sort of like settling in, I think I'll place you in a sort of buddy system with Nechton Boyle and Jen Brett, and uh, we can we can, we can <laughs> get you integrated into the, the security part of our wonderful family, and we can start you on that, ooh, maybe in the coming days. How does that sound? Anders bites his tongue for the first time today. He's like... That sounds great. Oh, that's that's excellent. That's excellent. Wonderful. Uh, and then she places her tablet screen down, and she picks up the coffee, but she's not taking a sip from it yet. So about the job, do you have any questions for me? Is there anything, any any anything you want to know? So will they meet me, or should I meet them? Um. Well, we need to talk to them. We just need to give them a little rundown on the. What what to expect and uh, how to how to properly welcome you into that part of the family? But yes, they will probably talk to you either tomorrow or the day after. So it's Jen Brett. He's well, he's one of our best within security. Uh, but Necton Boyle, uh, he's a little busy, but I'm sure he can talk to you tomorrow or the day after, and soon after that you can talk to Jen Brett as well. But I guess Necton Boyle will be kind of your main point of contact going forward. That sounds great. Yes, I'm sure you'll be fast friends. So, we should toast this wonderful thing that we've done here. Oh, goodness, yes, the coffee's getting cold, isn't it? Oh, sorry, yes, of course. And she kind of does this, like, little toasting gesture. And, um, yeah, she, she, without kind of giving it another thought, she takes a sip. Anders doesn't really move, and he just sort of sips his coffee, and it's like, oh, man. Like, I've been having these, like, really weird dreams recently. Oh, really? Yeah, it's... I don't know, It's it's been very strange. As she's listening, she is taking another sip, like, she's not thinking anything of it yet. It's just, like, I've been seeing... What have you seen? It's almost as if I'm being... I, 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 it's hard to say, it's like... It's like being eaten, right? But, like, oh. it's not painful so much as it's, like... I'm losing parts of myself, and it's a very strange feeling, and I don't know, maybe it's the beds in the integration room, they're kind of, I mean, you guys should probably upgrade them. She kind of leans in conspiratorially and then goes, yes, they're not the best. And it's just been really bad. It could be the food, too, like, I I know healthy living and all, but... You know, I've never oh, trusted it's, anything it's that didn't... It's definitely not the food. It's definitely not the food. We have a strict nutrition plan, and she just sort of stops. She kind of looks to the door, and then she kind of... She shrugs whatever it was that distracted her, and she kind of goes, Yes, we have a, we, we have a very strict nutritional plan, and that shouldn't be the cause of the drink. And she kind of stops, and then she looks at the door again. And she looks a little longer. And then she kind of shrugs it off, and she kind of goes... Yes, it's a very strict plan, so that shouldn't be the cause of your dreams at all. Are you are you okay? Is there someone here? Oh no no no, it's fine. I just I just thought I heard something. It's fine. Oh, that's yeah. No, I mean, I've been having that problem too. Like, like my friend Caro has been having the same thing. Like she she's been I don't know seeing things that aren't there and like hearing things that aren't there. Like that's kind of weird, don't you think? Like it's ever since we got here. Like my cousin has been just having this tear these terrible visions that is most peculiar um and you say it started like she's not experienced this before she came here not as far as i know i mean and it's only gotten worse since chapel jasmine suddenly jumps 
and she's looking at the door and she's like, did you hear that? Yeah, let's say I did. What did you hear? Nothing, nothing. No, I... It was nothing. It was... It, it was probably just a door slamming, right? It was probably just a door slamming. Sorry, I... The door's oh, locked. A door slamming in the corridor, then. So, so, your cousin, your cousin... I, I mean, she's been sleeping all right, otherwise. I mean, she slept well last night, but I can't say that she's been sleeping so well previous to that. Oh, I see. Poor, poor girl. Well, I mean, she'll have her own room, and the beds are genuinely a little better, and, and she just sort of stops, and she kind of just stares into the like into space for a moment and she's just completely lost her thread and she's like sorry what was i saying i was i was saying something saying something uh you were saying her room's gonna be better yes yes the room and you can kind of notice that she's really trying not to look at the door yes yes the room the room yes the room what's going on with the are you okay you don't look okay you're you're kind Uh, of sweating a little bit she kind of looks at you and all the color has drained from her face. She's really trying to hold up, hold it together, but she's, she's having, she's, she's like, yeah, no, she doesn't look well. Doesn't look well. It's not, I wouldn't say the poison has fully kicked in, but oh, it's begun. It has begun. Maybe. Do you want to go to the infirmary? No, no, it's fine. Uh, I think y- you should go. We'll be in contact soon. Please close the door behind you. No, I don't think I can do that. Like you look terrible, and unless she moves him, phys- unless going. she moves him physically, Anders is not going anywhere. <laughs> um, Jasmine is too polite, uh, so she she will only move Anders when she feels she absolutely has to. So she's like, "Can you hear it though? Can you hear it? You can hear it, right? It's not just me." What do you hear? That sound. That sound, that sound, it's not a door slamming, it's not a door slamming. And she's kind of like clutching the back of her chair and like she can't seem to move from her chair. Like she's just staring at the door now. It's like, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. I think you need to. And Anders sort of stands up and his voice is sort of like soft and compelling. And it's like, I think, weren't you the one who said that this place challenges us? Maybe this is just a challenge. Maybe this is a part of your journey. Maybe, maybe this is a test. I need to overcome this. Maybe this is a test. Maybe this is a test. Yeah. And that's actually entirely possible given the (laughs) the nature of this organization. Uh, So she's, you know, she's now staring intently at the door and she's like clutching the chair and she's kind of like trying to psych herself up. It's like, I can do this. I can do this. It's going to be okay. I just need to look at it. I just need to look at it. I just... Oh, but it's coming closer. It's coming closer. I don't want to look at it. I can't. I can't. And she kind of just sort of like... Tell me what you see. No, no. You you, you must see it. It's right. It's going to be there soon. It's going to be there soon. You must see... You must see him. You must see him. And Anders is like behind her desk, like standing next to her, looking in the same spot that she's sort of looking in, trying desperately to see what she's seeing, or at least making himself seem like that. I... Describe him. I don't want to. No, I don't. I can't. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. And she's kind of like, she kind of scurries to the far wall of her office and she's just keeps saying, he's here, he's here, he's here over and over. And she's kind of like, she's looking at the windows, but they're barred. So there's no hope for escape through there. And she's kind of like looking around the room. She's looking for any kind of exit that isn't that door. And she keeps going, he's here, he's here, he's here. Oh god, oh god, oh god. So Anders sits behind her desk. And Anders takes up her tablet. And Anders starts looking at it. The tablet is switched off. He tries to switch it on. No dice. There's, it's, it's not charged. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. Um, yeah, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Do you, do you take the tablet with you? Uh, we'll see in a second. Sure. Okay. So he looks over to Jasmine and he's like, Are you sure you don't need any help? No, you need to go. You need to go. He, he can see. He's looking right at me, but you might be okay. You need to go. You need to go while you can. 
You might be okay. You might be okay. Just get out. Get out. Get out. It's fine. Just go. And Anders just sort of like shrugs his shoulders like, you, and you do not want me to go to the infirmary. Just, 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 just go. Just go. Just go. Go. I need to face this. I need to face this. Just go. Jasmine, let me tell you something really honest from my heart. At a time like this? No, no, this is important. You need to hear this. And she's kind of like, her eyes are darting between uh, Anders and whatever she thinks she sees. You are a beautiful person, and you will pass this test. I believe in you. And she kind of, you know, that kind of restores some spirit to her, and she kind of gives a weak smile, but she is still petrified of whatever she thinks she sees. So Anders takes the cup of coffee, he takes the tablet, and he walks out of the door <laughs> without saying another word. Do you take both cups of coffee? Oh yeah, just... definitely. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you close the door behind you? Yep. Uh, you just hear like her screaming. You... you still hear her screaming. Andrew does not care. <laughs> just... That is fair enough. <laughs> he it just moves on. And he goes back to the integration center. Where is Kara? Uh, she's still in the courtyard where she first learned about the glittering mind, and she's kind of she's gone there because like it's an, it's a sort of outdoorsy space, and she kind of feels a little a little she felt a little better when she was there before, so she's trying it now. So, as you stand out there, you see you notice someone coming in from the other side of the courtyard. So that's the side of the courtyard that is sort of restricted for full members. And this person is wearing a green robe. And she has, like, very, very short blonde hair. Like, maybe a little bit too tall, or maybe the problem is that she's a little bit too thin. Like, she's, she's very got kind of a very lanky kind of build about her. A bit wayfish? Uh, a little bit wayfish, but in a way that's very distinct, right? Like there's something about her. Like if you if you saw 20 people in a room, you would absolutely notice her. And she has these sort of like purple colored eyes. And you don't think that they're bionic. You you think they don't look anything like like Lucas. They look more like contact lenses, which is weird in and of itself because colored contacts seem like a a kind of thing that the the organization would have taken away from her. When she sees you, she smiles this sort of, like, knowing smile, and then she turns from you, and she starts looking at some, like, flowers that are growing in the corner. What do you do? Uh, sounds like quite a pretty lady, so, uh, Caro just, you know, would probably want to at least say hello. Um, so she, uh, she kind of, you know, sidles on up, and she goes, ah, not seen you around before, what's your name? Actually, give me a perception roll of 12. Um, okay, so overall, that's a 10. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, that's that's not good, but it's not bad. It could be worse. It could be worse. There's something about this person that you, you don't recognize, but, like, they're... I don't know. Like, Kara's been doing this for a very long time, and she's seen a lot of faces, and she's been forced to sort of, like, memorize faces and keep track of people. Like, it's kind of her thing. So there's some part of you that's like, huh. But you can't really, you can't put it together beyond that. And she, she looks over to you and she like sticks her hand, hand out for you to shake. And she's like, oh, hey there. You're Izzy, aren't you? Oh, word travels fast. Does my uh, reputation precede me? I hope it's all good. We haven't been getting too many new members recently. So when you get a new one who's made as much of a splash as you and your cousin, was it? Yes, Seth. Uh, yeah, my my cousin. Uh, bless him. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's a little he's a little shy. So where where it starts getting around. So how do you like this place, by the way? Oh, um, uh, well, I mean, if I keep keep meeting new and exciting people like yourself every day, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna like it a lot. She snaps her fingers in front of your face. Give me an occult roll of twelve. What? Ah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Overall, that is an occult uh, of of six. That's an occult. That's that's six overall. Suddenly, you feel 
whatever has been like like riding you for this last um day or so just like leave you instantly like it's it's like suddenly you weigh half as much as you do and there's two feelings that come to you one is this extraordinary sense of freedom the other is this deep and abiding depression like you've lost something deeply important to you wow okay huh okay yeah camera just kind of like looks bewildered and she's kind of like staring at this lady like you actually realize that she's not just shaking your hand she's actually using her other hand to make sure you didn't fall over oh <laughs> oh my <laughs> um yeah no i mean there's a, there's a deep dark part that's kind of swooning within Carrie's mind um but also a little bit like the actual professional rational non-lizard part of her brain is kind of like why would she do that what does she get out of that i need to be careful kind of thing um so all she says is that's quite a trick oh and she like looks at you as if she has no idea what you're talking about Hey, um, my name's Ambrosia Hunter. Right. What what a lovely name. I think you and your friend and I should probably talk. I think, yes. Uh, just, just name a place and a time. Well, well, we can't talk right now. Um, not, not until you're feeling better. No, of course, I understand. It was great to meet you, though. It was great meeting you, Caro. And she lets go of your hand, and she snaps her finger again, and the the monkey is on your back again. No! Just as quickly. And then, basically, in the time it takes you to sort of recover, as you're kind of hit with this overwhelming sense of peace, and also this sense of being, like, locked away again, she's gone. Oh, God, she knows, she knows the magic! Oh, dear! <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served with a piping hot cup of coffee. Yes! Yes! Oh, that's great.